Warning, the following podcast contains flashing images. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Dead air. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. And I've just got back from the darkness. That is Rob. And in this week's Dead Air Podcast, we're going to be talking about flashing images. Right. Eurovision. And we have a special guest interview with Andy Mack. Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. We both saw Star Trek. Yeah, I've just seen it literally about 40 minutes ago. So we're going to do a dual review for you this week. Okay. How many stars? Four and a half. How many treks? <laughs> four and a half. Okay. Well, I give it four and a half as well. Um, any favourite bits without giving away too much of the plot? Um, the explosions were good. Was there sound in space? There was in this one. Mm, not very realistic. But they were travelling at warp speed, so maybe sound is available in warp speed. Do you like the characters? The characters are very good. Do you like Dr. McCoy? Yes. Do you like Scotty? Yes. How about um, Bones? Oh, no, he's the Doctor, isn't he? Uh, who are the other ones? Spock, do you like him? Yeah, he's all right. Kirk? Yeah. Uhura? Who? Uhura? Who? Uhura? Who? That joker doesn't work after three or four times. Do you like Uhura? Who? What about the new guy, the bad guy, Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, what's he doing in space? I don't know. But when I saw him, I was my first thought was, that's Sherlock Holmes. That's what I said. Yeah. But it wasn't he wasn't Sherlock Holmes. He was playing this doctor guy. And uh, we can't really say much actually because we don't want to give the plot away. He's the bad guy anyway. He's the bad guy and he's a doctor. The plot of Star Trek is that uh, this ed- No, I'll sum it up. The plot of Star Trek is there's some good guys and some bad guys and one of them wins in the end. Yeah, and we get to see the Klingons for the first time in the new uh, Star Trek universe, Yeah, which is a big moment. And I like the way they did it as well, because when we first see them, they've got masks on, so we can't see them. Yeah, so all in all, good Star Trek film for fans and non-fans alike, I reckon. Four and a half stars. Yeah, very highly recommended. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. Now look, we're going to talk about the Eurovision Song Contest just for a few minutes. Did few you minutes. Sh- Eurovision Song Contest is on for hours. Did you watch it? Um, well, it was on in the background. I okay. watched the Bonnie Tyler bit. Okay. And then, I, then I saw someone fall off the stage. Really? Yeah, some singer fell off the stage. Oh, I missed that part. But during the whole of the Eurovision Song Contest, I made a website. Ah, right. I was what bored. is the website? Uh, WalesWeekly.co.uk. Oh, yes. Is it all about events in the country of Wales? No, it's all about the um, the James Whale, the broadcaster. Oh, right. You can see how I would be confused, though. But uh, apparently he's going to uh, try his best to come on the show in a few weeks' time. Yes, he has said that we will interview him soon. So check his website What out. are we going to talk to him about? Um, we'll think of something. Yeah. We've got the uh, Andy Mack interview coming up in, in a minute as well. Looking yep. forward to that. We've also got Debbie McGee coming on the show. Yeah, this is all happening in the in the and near Martin future. Daniels is well, there's a bit of a theme there, isn't there? Yeah, we're getting we're just sort of getting through the whole. Martin Paul Daniels, Daniels is always game for a laugh. Boom, boom. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, let's talk about Eurovision. Okay. Um, first off, Britain, we don't seem to be doing very well lately. Why do you think that is? Hmm. Don't know. 
Well, I'm glad you thought about it first. Um, do you think that it might be because all of the other countries are putting young singers and we tend to be putting I've older got it. ones? It's taken me a while to get it. Yeah. All the other countries are putting 200% effort in. No, don't start with this 200% effort business. You know that I don't like it. Well, I've got this idea, right? Right. I noticed in the Eurovision Song Contest that the younger people got more votes than the older ones. Right. So, for example... Yeah, but Bonnie Tyler looks really good for her age. Yeah, but she's older, so she didn't get as many votes. Okay. But the girl that won, she was really young. She was only about 20-odd. Right. So I got this idea. We get a five-year-old kid, teach him to sing a song, we'll be a shoo-in. We'll definitely win. Because there's no way there's going to be anyone younger we than that. We could do it the X Factor way. We could get someone that's got a really, really sad backstory so that everyone watching feels so sorry for them. Yeah, that's a good idea. But um, I think also we need a good song as well. A good song helps. A good song, because it is a song contest after all. Yeah. So, but all in all, I thought it was a good show. Do you know what they should do? What? Get them all to song? sing? No, get them all to sing the same song. <sighs> I don't know about that. It'd be a bit boring. Yeah, but it's a song contest. It's, yeah, it's... but it's not a singing contest. It's a song contest. So the whole idea is it's the song that wins. Good point. See, what they should do, if you want to do it that way, is they should just get a really good singer and have him or her perform all the different songs. And then we could just pick which song we liked best. Hmm. But it... ha, I've got a better idea. Don't tell anybody which country the person's from when they're singing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that that's giving me goosebumps. A, a bit like The Voice. So, wait a minute then. So that that would get rid of all the political voting. Exactly. Hmm, that's a good idea. You should write that down. And they could do it all on radio. Therefore, it won't take up all the TV time. When I watched Eurovision last night, yeah. they kept going on about flashing images. Right. And they said it at the beginning. And then Graham Norton said it during the introduction bit. And then... Before an act would come on, it would come up with a warning saying, this act contains flashing images. Okay. Now, what, what's all this flashing images business? Surely, everything you see on a telly is flashing images. Well, my telly flashes 600 times a second. So, why do we need to be warned? That, that I mean, they might as well have a warning that says, warning, the following bit contains moving images. Do you know what, do you see what I'm saying? Because it's all, it's all flashing all the time, isn't it? Yes. You only need a difference between a dark and a light background, and that's a flash. So I don't really understand it. If anyone can explain it to me, please send us an email. What's our email address for the podcast? Podcast.air at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email, because I want to know, what's all this flashing images It would be faster to send us a tweet. What's our Twitter address? At Dead Air Podcast. Right, do that. I want to know why we have to know about flashing images. I don't understand why they're telling us all the time. So that was it. That was the Eurovision Song Contest. Listening to the Dead Air Podcast with Nick and Rob. So, Nick, what, Rob? You've installed Twitter on your phone. I have finally given in, and I tweeted the other day for the first time in. Who did you tweet? I don't know. I just wrote. You just randomly selected somebody and sent them a tweet. Well, I still don't really get how it works. Here's what I can't get my head around. I could essentially send a tweet to Barack Obama if I wanted to. If you wanted to. So, how does that work? Because he... Don't tell me that Barack Obama's got a phone in his pocket with Twitter on it and that he's getting 
beeps every time someone sends him a message. Of course. Because his phone would just never stop beeping. He'd constantly be beeping because he'd be getting so many messages. Yeah. So, surely it renders it redundant. It makes it useless. It's like having an email account where all you get is people trying to sell you stuff. Eventually you stop checking it. Well, I imagine someone like Barack Obama would have probably about five or six people following his Twitter account. Right, okay. And then giving him the relevant ones that are relevant to okay. what he's doing. I've got you. All right. What about someone who's not like a president of a country then? Someone like, mm, trying to think, someone who's... Trevor McDonald. Yeah. New, I, was funny, I was trying to think of a newsreader, actually. Yeah, um, you could tweet Trevor McDonald. Trevor McDonald. So if he's on he Twitter. must be quite busy. Well, not anymore. He's retired. Oh, is he retired? All right, let's pick someone else. What about um, Chris Evans? He's on the telly. He has a radio show. Yeah. Let's just say that he's got a Twitter account. Okay. Does it mean that anybody can send him a tweet? Yes. And will he get it like a like a text message? Yes. Okay. Right. That's weird. What's your Twitter account? Um, NCL47. So everyone listening to this podcast can send you a tweet now. Right. And it'll appear on my phone because I installed it the other day. And you'll notice that a lot of people will start following you. Right. Still don't understand the following thing. I just don't get Twitter. That That's the bottom line. I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I like email. So how many people are you following? About four or five, I think. Well, that's about right. That's a good number. I started with Twitter when it came out. Set up an account because I thought, oh, I've got to get this because everyone, this is the new thing. Yeah. Wrote a couple of things and then left it for two years and I haven't really done anything with it. So my Twitter account is very old. But and you're now active. Well, I've installed it. So we'll see what happens. Okay. We'll see what happens. Is that all you wanted to ask me about my Twitter account? Yeah. Shall we have a look at this interview with Andy Mack then? Oh, go on then. We had a very special guest, Andy Mack. She's a very famous... Uh... She's not Andy Mack. She's the Andy Mack. Sorry, the Andy Mack. She's a famous radio presenter. And she's on, is it... What's the radio station called? Coast 1079. 1079. It's um, an online we'll put radio a link, station. We'll put a link to it Apparently. on our page. And uh, we're going to play you the interview that we did with her. And uh, then we'll come back to you after the interview. Dead air, dead air podcast, all the latest news and a little bit of fun. I'm a dead air, dead air podcast with Nick and Rob, yeah. Please welcome to the podcast our delightful guest, the beautiful and wonderful Andy Mack. Yay! <laughs> You're talking about me. Hello, Andy. Thanks Hello, for coming. Nick. No worries. Did you have a safe journey here? Um, I don't know. It's safe. Th- I got a tiny bit lost, but in my defence, I th- I think it was down to the sat nav. I mm. ended up in what's I can't pronounce the name. Bethesda. Bethesda yes, yeah. I went to. Well, Bethesda. technology is to blame for most things, isn't it? It is. I mean, sometimes the last thing you want to do is look at the signs on the side of the road and follow <laughs> no. the ones that say banger. I know it did say, didn't it? I got to. The, I came off the fifty-five. That's yeah. right, isn't it? And yeah. then I did see big, huge signs saying banger to the right, and that place beginning with B. The other side. Bethesda. And you went Bethesda. Left. And I was like, Satnav's saying go left, so I'll go to Bethesda, even though I yeah. missed the bang. It's like one of them off. stories you hear about someone who's <laughs> driven into a field and they say that it was because of the Satnav told them. I know. Andy McLandic could only happen to me. Well, we so. won't judge you. You know, It's okay. And thank you for coming to my rescue at the, the garage. Oh, it's fine. It, it <laughs> but was... did I get that wrong? That wasn't the garage. You did you go meant. to the wrong garage as well. Yeah. So <laughs> you went did. to the wrong town <laughs> yeah. and you went to the wrong garage. I did, but... But you're here now, yeah. and uh, we we are really grateful for you coming. Oh, no, I've been looking forward to it. (laughs) We know that you want to talk about the um, Michael Jackson show, Uh but before we talk about that, we want to ask you a few things. Okay. Rob, 
What did you want to ask Andy? What did I want to ask Andy? Yes. Now you've really put me on the spot. Do you remember yesterday when we were talking about what were you going to ask her? They were all Michael Jackson related. And I said, (laughs) and you just said, before we talk about Michael Jackson, I'm going to ask some questions. I'll ask something. Go on then. Go on then. We first became aware of you Mm -hmm. when you were on Penn and Telefoolus. Right. When you did that amazing uh, performance Mm -hmm. where you floated up in the sky. I did. And then you disappeared. Yes. Um, Was that right? Is that what happened? That's right. Did you really float up into the sky? I did. Oh, yeah. It was magic. <laughs> magic. Don't spoil the, the magic for the kids out there. Oh, you know. <laughs> yes, mm. he's going to try and spoil it, isn't he? I can yeah. tell he, by that He's face. terrible like that. I'm not convinced. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that is what happened and it was very, very good. Right. What we want to know is, mm-hmm. how did all that come about? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? Did Penn and Teller know about it in advance? What, what was the background to that? They actually didn't. Um, I was obviously with Martin at the time and yeah. we were doing you know I was working at the BBC in Liverpool and doing a lot of radio and this that and the other and as I say Martin and I had decided we were going to start doing some things together theatre cruises whatever um, but Penn and Teller actually didn't know we were when we went down to do the filming um, Paul did mention he said look because I think they'd made a comment or something oh if we ever had Paul Daniels on our show it would be amazing yeah um, and that was a comment that was made to production I think you know weeks and weeks and weeks before anyway um, no when we went down for the filming we were kept hidden from them so they only saw us when it started to be filmed. So the reaction that you see on screen is not, you know, when they turn round and they're like, oh, Penn was oh, well, really amazed. That was, that Penn, was all... I think, is very humble. And yes. obviously yeah. Paul is such a legend in the uh-huh. magic industry, if you like. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, and afterwards, did you have a chance to chat with them or...? Yeah, we all went in the green. I mean, obviously there was a hell of a lot of people there who wanted it. Paul is a legend um, in what he's done and the, the, the years and the work he puts in. And he's always he's always going to be Paul Daniels. Obviously, whether, yeah. whether you like magic, whether you don't, he is always going to be a legend. Um, and yes, there was a lot a lot of people in the green room who wanted to meet Paul and have the photos and that taken with them. But yeah, it was genuinely, we were hidden when we had to like try to, cause I had to go into wardrobe to get, you know, obviously sorted as did Martin, as did Paul. If Penn and Teller were floating about the building, we'd have to be put into another room and wow. it was proper in secret, you know, which some people think, Oh really? Was it? It was genuinely, I can, I can say, to, you know, hundred percent serious. They did not know we were in the building until we we started on the because even when I was sort of obviously in a little bit of a daze because that's that's what I had to do so you just when when the cameras start rolling you just focus um, and I think when I think they knew I'm not sure if they I, I don't think they knew Martin was on to be honest I think because because obviously it's it's a competition isn't it for yes. up and coming like yeah. magicians um, so when I think Mark when you can see them look a little bit. Oh right, what's what's this? We've not been told about this, and yeah, you know. But no, they they definitely didn't know. It was quite Paul good was the way that they they did it as well because they mm-hmm. presented it as if he was taking part in the competition. Yeah, and then afterwards, Paul said, "It's all right. We don't want to." Well, uh... in the beginning, I mean, obviously, sorry, they they did know that you know Paul was in the audience with Deb, yeah. wasn't he? So I think they thought, "Oh, they've just come, he's come obviously, to see yeah. Martin, yeah. and you know, <clears> it's a family thing." But they really didn't know he was going to be. Yeah, when when the when the illusion finished and yeah. Paul was on the stage, it yeah. was 
it was a really good moment you know it was it was a you great you can effect. see their faces because i was stood obviously you can see can't you if you look back where martin and i were you know literally stood behind them and when they swing their heads around yeah. and they look so surprised that was 100 yeah. percent genuine because they obviously they knew he was in the audience because they had asked saying oh if paul was ever you know a part of the show and i think they thought him being part of the show was being involved in the audience to watch martin do you know watch his son do this which is you know the phantom trick is one of paul's favorites and martin does mention that you know this trick especially for you know my dad yeah. but i they really didn't know he was gonna end up where he ended up at the end of it so. is there a possibility that Penn could have said you fooled us you're now having to come to vegas <laughs> i wish they would have done i really do, do you, would you have all gone Probably not. That wouldn't have been fair, no. really, would it? But um, it would have been nice. It would have it been would nice. It would be a bit unfair to the other yeah. people, though, wouldn't yeah, it? Because it would be. you'd have a bit of an edge. Probably. Over <laughs> the other competitors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but, could have maybe gone on my own because so, I was quite new to it. That was, you know, it's not like I've not been in magic a, a long, long time. But now you so. know everything about magic. Sort of. But I'll never And are you say. in the magic circle? No. I, I don't think. <sighs> we that... tried to join. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Well. We're thinking of setting up our own magic circle. Can I be in your magic yes. circle? You then? can be our um, first member. We're going to call it the Magic Square. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's no there's no prerequisites for joining. Okay. Anyone can join. Uh, we'll ask you a test question. Right. If you get the test question right, you're in. Okay. Um, What's the test question? Yeah. What's the test? Well, I can't question? say it in the podcast because it, it's it's magical. <laughs> You're currently putting on a Michael Jackson show. We are indeed. Right. Here is my question. <laughs> Go on. In the press recently, yep. it has been said that the real Michael Jackson didn't actually attend the This Is It tour or bits of it. Have you right. heard this story yourself? Not yet, no. His no, family this... are alleging that it was an imposter. How do you know that the Michael Jackson you've got is the real deal? Yeah. <laughs> he might be an imposter. Yeah. He might be an impersonator imposter. An impersonator imposter. Well, the story behind my Michael Jackson goes that um, Craig, obviously the guy who, who I look after, he's actually a brickie by day. So you'll find him Who's building... Craig? <laughs> Hang Craig on a is You're my... Confused. Confused. Who's we thought, you, we thought my... you had the real Michael Jackson. How could I have the real Michael Jackson? Because he faked his death to get out of doing that tour so that he could do a show with you. Is this what you're, you're thinking? Is this what the you brought me The only reason we've invited you today? here is because we thought you had a real Michael Jackson. And now you're telling me you thought you've we got were a getting worldwide, worldwide exclusive. I've got a bricklayer. No, I've not. This uh, isn't she's got a, a bricklayer. Yeah. Well, I'm who's, going who's home. amazing. Who's well, absolutely amazing. I'm disappointed. Although, we do have a wall out the back that needs fixing up. <laughs> So we could probably do with his number. <laughs> Definitely. But so oh, tell us how what... you met him. Um, the bricklayer, that is. The bricklayer. My, yeah. my impersonator, impersonator. Well, what's um, his name? His name's Craig. Craig, okay. Hello, um, Craig. He's uh, he's an absolute gem of a guy. He's He was going to be... Um, last year, I was going to do an 80s tour um, with a couple of artists from the 80s, including Martin, um, and including, obviously, various sorts of, you know, singers and bands that were about Not in the 80s. Not impersonators, though? No. You mean genuine? No, so you're going to get the real Martin? The, the real Martin right. and the real deal, as in... I'm um, really confused. <laughs> he, do, he looks like he needs to go uh, and who, lie down. Who else would have been in this 80s um, tour? Nathan Moore, who's in Brother oh, Beyond. Oh, Nathan Moore, Brother yep. Beyond. Um, try. That's the, Don't that's do that, PRS. Oh, yes, PRS. Are we not allowed to do No, that? no, okay. I was talking about the harder I try to do this podcast, right. that work, the that further works. away from me you're slipping. Okay. <laughs> I've just seen what he did there. Um, <laughs> Owen Paul. Owen Paul. Now, I don't recognise that name. Um, my favourite waste of time is the song 
Oh, okay. I won't sing it, obviously. That might for... be... So no, that reasons. might be one that's... that's I've got the tune in my head. Have you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> so you know where I'm coming from. I love Nathan Moore, though. Is Nathan Moore still active, then? He's... Yes, very much so. Oh, wow. um, he did actually one um, not far from us in Southport recently. There was going to be singers, and obviously we were going to throw Martin in the loop So a there. variety night. More of an 80s variety rather than just 80s bands. That sounds really cool. That's what we were going to do. So why didn't that go ahead? Um, because it was... The bricklayer. He was busy. Just ignore him. <laughs> he does this sometimes. The reason it didn't go ahead, um, Craig, going back to me bricklayer, he was going to be my five-minute opener because right. I thought Jackson, you know, Michael Jackson with bars and then the ACs and whatever. That's how we originally first met. The ACs tour is not been put to bed yet. That is still something. So that it could is, come back. That, that will happen. Wow, that, that, would will be, still that would be happen. very cool. You're going to revive the 80s tour. And revive is the name of our MJ show. He's been, that's a segue, he's been that listening. is. Oh, he's good. He's, he's good. good. He's good. He's been Just when you think up. he's not, he's not there. He went on Google this morning and said how to do a segue. <laughs> yeah. um, I've got but, loads of pictures of bikes. Bikes? Well, go on, tell us. I, I need to know now because I'm He's really talking about the Segway personalised motor vehicle. You oh, know, right, yeah. Um, Two-wheelie thing. Yes. You stand on. It's not really a bike, is it? It's more of a scooter personal vehicle mm. you want one of these i've got a c5 did I you not see it no where was it in that funny car park you've talked me to <laughs> no. is that when it was why is Have it funny walk? it's not funny it's just on a hill isn't it it's a bit well, we awkward can't, we can't affect the layout of banger <laughs> banger is hilly it's it's an experience it's one it? of the things about banger that it, it is very hilly do you know I, i'm trying to think the last time i was i've been to carnarvon castle is that near here yeah it's in carnarvon but how far is that from? I mean, yeah, ten miles. minutes. So I've I've been. It's funny, near, I give the distance <laughs> in in length, and he gives it in time. <laughs> the time is more important than the length. Well, yeah, but it depends. If you're flying, you can get there in about three seconds. If you go in, then a, I'd say three seconds. Are we going to have a corners, <sighs> we please, please, lads? We've, corners. We've we've gone off on a on a what do they call it? A tangent. Can we get back to the? Can I ask you another question? Of course you can. Magic related. Answered the first one. Yeah. You, you know. You know the song "Smooth Criminal." Is yes. that going to be in your Michael Jackson? Thing? It is indeed. The magic lean. Is he going to do that? You know the famous lean uh-huh. where he leans forward. Is he going to do? Because we know how that's done. Do you? Ropes. So... <laughs> there There's is, a big it's... rope hanging down from the rafters. Right. And he holds onto the rope with one hand rope. while no one's looking, and he leans forward. No. Then he pulls himself it. back up again. We're not doing the lean. Oh, you're, you're not doing do the lean. Why can't you do the Why lean? Why can't you do the lean? Because it's not ropes. It is. There is certain yes, equipment I know. we need for I was that. trying to put everyone off the scent. Oh, right. Okay. We'll help you. You can't we, put we, we can, can We can sort all that out for you. Could you sort us out doing the lean? Listen, yes. the, mag- the magic really? square is available and at your disposal. <laughs> really? Do you know how the lean's done? Sauce up, but we're not allowed to sauce. Lots no. of practice. Yeah, lots of practice. Yeah. Lots, You've got to watch him because he'll give stuff away. Yeah. I, I've I never know. given it away. They mm. say the quiet ones are the He's been so quiet since I've got here, and now you've pressed that I'm only just waking up. What time I know. is it? <laughs> what was it's in that quarter coffee? quarter to three. <laughs> <laughs> in that coffee, I think. No. So you've, you've met Craig. I don't drink coffee. He was yes. going to do the intro. Yes. The 80s show didn't come off because... It just didn't happen. Only because uh, Martin and I were so busy right. um, last year. And obviously, as you guys know, to do a theatre tour, you need 100% of your time yes. for it. And Martin and I were all over the world That's where we year. went wrong. Your we didn't put 100% hurt. of our time in. Well, we did. And we had very sore feet at the end of yeah. it as well. I, I remember that. My feet are still hurting right. from okay. all the legwork that we did. It was crazy. Well, that's the only reason it sort of didn't come off last year was only because, as I say, Martin and I were But you still had Craig sort of in the... Uh, 
he kept in touch with yeah. me and um, I did agree it was actually Martin and I both went to see him because I thought for a Michael Jackson tribute it, it's quite a it's quite a hard hard one to do really that mm. vocally and everything so we went to see him um, last year just to see you know what he was about and I saw something in this young lad and I thought you know with the right production with the right direction I think he could you know sort of we could take this to theatres and then that's what that's so what is I've the done. idea then is this like a storytelling thing or is it like a concert I mean it's more like a concert so this is Sunday is the first sort of that's the start of our tour okay and it's going to be a and where is tour. the first one Lowther Pavilion which is a long way from Bangor it's at Lytham St Anne's well can't you bring it closer I'd like to I've been speaking to a couple of theatres in Wales there isn't wow. one in Bangor. No. It's being built. Did you not see it on the way in? That big one on the yeah. right-hand side, all that yeah. stuff building. Is that a theatre? That side? is the new big theatre. Super that fabulous. Theater. That's, well, yeah. mm, interesting. And we've got a lot of ties with the university as well, and they sort of, they're in control of it all, so... Right. No, we'll I would, I'd like to, because we're looking at we're looking at Ireland, um, Scotland, so we are, so it's not just going to be, obviously, Northwest. It is going to tour. Well, it so sounds I'd, good, mm-hmm. but the, the thing that I'm worried about is... And, well, I don't know why I'm worried, really, because it's your show. <laughs> You're just concerned for me. That's I'm concerned quite nice. for you is that, you know, Michael Jackson impersonators, they're ten mm-hmm. a penny, aren't they? And this guy must be something really special for you. You must have spotted something in him. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's a bit like Elvis, isn't it? I know. There's yeah. loads of Elvis impersonators. There's loads of Michael Jackson impersonators. Mm-hmm. So is this guy just the best you've ever seen? Is there something about him? What is it that sets him apart or makes him... Makes you know, him do you know what I mean? To, what I makes do, him stand out? I do, out? because there, there's quite a lot of guys... Well, there's a couple of guys who are actually doing theatres as Michael Jackson, obviously, as we speak. Now, I've got, obviously, a background in theatre. Um, my brother runs a quite a successful tribute band. So it's it's a shame because some of the ones that you're talking about do give the tribute industry a bad name. Mm. And, you know, to, to, put a theater, to put a tribute in a theatre, they need to have something special about them. They yeah, need to be course. good. They need to look sound and be as so true a likeness to that person that, you know, it justifies them being in a theatre. The thing with um, my guy, which just stood out from the beginning, he doesn't realise how good he is for a start. It's haunting. If he walked, if he'd come with me today, you'd go, yeah, he, you know, lovely looking young lad. Um, he, he looks like he works on a building site, you know, well looked after him, whatever. You see him on stage. I've got a couple of friends um, in Liverpool who've worked in TV, theatre and whatever, and they've been coming along to the rehearsals on a Sunday. And so they've seen it go from where it's gone from the beginning. We've added dancers to it. So it's a full production. It's not just Michael Jackson all night. Um, and the dancers are very involved in the show as well and he said and you know um as i say a couple of guys that i know who've been in this industry for a long time were like wow because it's haunting when you hear it it, he is a hard guy to do jackson but when you hear him and you see the way the way our guys move the way he work it's just you'll the the hairs go up on the back of your neck he's something else i really want to go and see it now I know, I know. It's, it'll only take you three hours. Okay. Well, <laughs> but, but unless you wait to, I will be bringing it to to a theatre near you. Definitely. Well, we'll definitely go and see it. when mm. Once it's within our travelling yes. distance, yeah, we'll definitely, definitely go and see it. Is it one of them ones where everyone's going to get up and dance? We're hoping so. I, I'm, I'm presuming so. Are you going to get some people turning up as Michael Jackson? If they want to. I would never, I would never sort of, you know, say What big never. numbers is he, is he doing? Um couple of my favourites um, they don't care about us which mm-hmm. is that the production and that is brilliant 
Smooth Criminal, as, as we yep. mentioned. Obviously, you've got Thriller, um, all of those, and Man in the Mirror, which is one of my all-time favourites. When they do Thriller, have you got them all dressed up as mm. zombies and stuff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds well, how do you do that then? Because if you're doing Thriller, let's say, uh-huh. everyone's got to get into costume. Yep. And then you go to, say, Smooth Criminal, does everyone just get changed super quick or is there a gap? Some of the, some of the tracks, because um, obviously we've got the big screen we use as well, so we've got little clips and inserts and that, but the way I've we've done this, Craig and I have obviously worked very closely on doing the set list and whatever, and the way we've, we've done it is so there is enough time in right. between. Because sometimes, obviously, some of the, the ballads, like he'll do, he'll be on stage on his own. Obviously, So yeah. that's when, you know, so it's just... It just all fits nicely. She says, fingers crossed. I'll well, t- ask sure me that it, after Sunday. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to go very well. It sounds great. It, it is. We just need to get the leaning sorted. That is. I would, I would love to do that. If we actually. can get that in, yeah. that would be that would the, be, that the would cream be, on the top, wouldn't it, really? That would make us completely different. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. We need to get that. We'll sort I'm going to keep that used to that, you know. I know you, yeah, we're hey, having a little hey, bit of a worry. laugh and a joke, no, but I'm we're not definitely going to keep you to that. When we say we're going to do something, we do it. Right, okay. Right? We Fair met play. Paul Speak Daniels. Look at his eyes then. <laughs> just looked like he's going to When we met shock. Paul Daniels, yeah. we said, will you come to North Wales and do a show? And uh-huh. he, he must have just thought, yeah, whatever. That's what I think he thought. And four months later, we had him there giving a show to a full theatre. Mm-hmm. And he was still thinking, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. He yeah, is, if we say we're going to do it, we'll do it. Are you going to play my favourite Michael Jackson track? Which is? Give in to me. That's not on our list. But no, you come and sort the lean. And Well, I like that one because it says, Annie, are you okay? Smooth um, criminal. Yeah. And my daughter's called Annie. Oh. So it's it's my favourite because of that. Have you got... That's so smooth criminal for you. Yeah. Um, smooth your criminal one that Yeah, you'd have to get Slash to do the guitar. <laughs> yeah, the I'll have a word. Have you call. got a Slash tribute? Not yet. Now, you see, there you go. Then If you could get a Slash tribute... Right. And then the slash tribute would come on <laughs> and do the guitar, and everyone would just go absolutely potty. Absolutely not. Slash would be there. Do you know what? See what you used to do. Yeah, and That's also, good. you know, some tributes they mm-hmm. slightly change the name. Yeah. So they're not exactly called the same thing. So the slash <laughs> tribute could be called something else, like slush. Slush. And there's not a lot of like change you can do there, is there really? Or maybe well, you could think of another word for slash. Yes. Yes. Cut. <laughs> thought he was going to say something else then that was a bit worrying no I'm thinking slash what, like... what did you think he was going to say well cut <laughs> I thought he was going to say okay. cut <laughs> nice recovery so you're on uh, Coast 107.9 yes and that's only available online yes and you're on a, a few days a week yeah Tuesday afternoon Friday mornings and we listen when we can when we can find the headphones we listen on Tuesday afternoon and Friday mornings we listen when you're on. Oh, bless. We don't listen the rest of the time. The thing is, we're not allowed to listen to radio in the shop. Obviously. I was going to say, I know. PRS. I know. What do I you know. think about PRS? Yeah, what do you think about PRS? Oh, dear. Totally on the spot. Don't get yourself into trouble now. No, I won't. It's um, rubbish. I'll get rid tell of it. you what I think. Yeah. And then you can tell me if you agree or disagree with me. Okay, that's fair enough. I think all shops uh-huh. should be allowed to play radio in their shops so that their customers and staff hear the radio. They hear the songs, they hear the adverts that they might not otherwise hear. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's extra listeners, isn't it? It is. And I just think, okay, if you take it from a shopper's point of view, going in and out of stores, I I think you feel, I mean, 
obviously not when it's absolutely booming when no, you go no, in, no. but you get it right. No, I'm, I think I'm with you on that one, Nick. The thing you fair. want is you don't want sort of that awkward silence no. where you go no, into a shop and there's mm-hmm. just one member of staff there. It's like that in our shop because we don't have the radio. No, we can't play the radio. It's all full of awkward I think silence. if you see, obviously, music's been my life from a, a young age, and I think it just, for me anyway, um, you know, it's, I know I, I, I can talk for a living, but I think it puts you in a different frame of mind yeah. completely, rather than, as you say, going into somewhere that's quiet still, you know, can come across quite cold. You add even even if it's, as I say, it doesn't have to be booming, but it can just change someone's mood. But that's why PRS charges, because that's what they say. That's the reason why they say you should pay. It's for mm-hmm. a sort of bit of atmosphere. Right. But my point of view is the artist that's playing is advertising themselves. Yeah. You wouldn't know about that song, maybe, a new song that's just come out. Not if the... it wasn't, no, you wouldn't. And like, like Nick said, it's, it's listeners at the end of the day, and people are paying to put their adverts on the radio, mm-hmm. and they're not getting the listeners. Because the ideal place is in a place of work. Yeah. I mean, if you had a company van and there's two people in that van, you mm. have to have PRS. Really? Yeah. It's that I didn't know it was it's that. A place of Rob, Rob feels really strongly about. He this. does, doesn't he? I can he see him like getting quite passionate. <laughs> no, Don't get going. him started on the TV license, people. Oh dear. Because we'll never get him sh- to shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same deal. He looks really upset, actually. Doesn't he doesn't. He? he doesn't like paying money for things. Okay. That's, that's the problem. All right then. Yeah. Fair Sometimes enough. when we when we go somewhere, we have to mm. park like two miles out of town so that we don't have to buy a parking ticket. No, well, he's got morals and yeah. fair play. Now, right. how do you feel about technology? We noticed earlier that you've got an iPhone. Uh-huh. That's pretty modern technology. So yeah. are you an Apple or a PC? I am I am a converted Apple because I'm my iPad as well. I've got that in my bag with me. Oh, um, wow, okay. And that just... I still use... Well, I use my laptop sometimes at home for certain things business-wise. But, and that's a Windows laptop? Yes. Okay. Um, but for everything She'd else... She'd MacBook if it was a Apple. <laughs> Everyone, when they convert, they always use the brand. When yeah. it's a laptop, it's you know. like I said. Rob's always interrupting. <laughs> you just just ignore him. Corners, lads. Just corners. charge through. Um, but I've a couple of months ago got an iPad, and it's just I I wouldn't go no because it's my diary and everything as well now. Plus, I use it on air. It's for my prep and everything and stuff. And obviously, I know Twitter and Facebook and whatever, but. Yeah, so mm. I'm not bad with my technology, to be fair. The Apple stuff gets a lot of um, praise for its ease of use, I think, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. it's quite straightforward. It is. Um, anyone I, can use it, Yeah, you know. So, is he uh, saying I'm thick? <laughs> he is, um, isn't he? That was definitely an insult I'm there. Not saying, I'm not saying you're thick. I'm, <laughs> Let's see what he did there. What I'm trying to say is that if you're not really technologically no, minded, totally. yeah. the Apple stuff is, is good. It is, it's really um, good. Tell us everything about Twitter. Everything about what Twitter. What is Twitter? Well, I've only recently gone back, started tweeting again. Um, You don't tweet a lot. I'm I'm getting better. I am getting better. I used to be a hell of a lot worse, as in like zero tweets. Only because what what it was, when I was at the BBC, I did used to use it a lot because we used to do a feature called Challenge Andy, which was a bit like... I've seen that. I've seen that. It was a bit like Challenge Annika, wasn't it? I saw you singing. Oh, at the Lancashire Outpost. Yeah, and uh, drumming. <laughs> Drum. Oh, that was painful. My knees were bruised for days after. <laughs> Seriously, um, but I used to use it. the The whole Facebook and Twitter thing came about for me for listeners because not everybody would would not everybody who listens to the radio wants to ring in and speak to you. But no. Challenge Andy needed their input. So for people who didn't want to ring in 
and be heard on a people Facebook like me. and yeah, people like our Rob. Socially awkward. Facebook and Twitter, they they get in touch with me that way. So for the last twelve months, I've been off Twitter, um, but I've started again the last two or three months since I've been back on air and back with the shows. And I'm I am enjoying it now. And I've linked me Twitter to me Facebook, so it saves me doing. I haven't done that. Twice. How'd you Rob, do that? Rob's the Twitter expert. Yeah, he does all the tweeting. Do you? Yeah. I just I just do emails and phones. So when I when I'm in the studio and I see the your tweets that Rob's That's usually done those. me. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's not usually you. It, it's it is always Rob. you. Yeah. I don't Twitter. I don't. Nick tweet. just gives me you commands like get Andy Mack in for an interview. <laughs> it's not like that exactly, but he but does. So he right. does all the tweeting. Right. Okay. And then he'll run through with the phone in his hand and show me, and I just look at it and go, "Oh right, right." Okay. And that's how it works. What's that? I'd like more. I've, my, my followers have gone up about two hundred in this last four to five weeks. Is that good or not? I need more followers. I want to be on like thousands. Well, you have to tell everyone what your uh, Twitter account is. So what is it? Oh, sorry. Um, the Andy Mac. The Andy Mac. Yes. With, well, an, with an A in front of it. With an A. With that little squiggly A. After this podcast goes out, you'll probably get another... Three. Hundred. Really? Well, thousand. I... Oh, no. Well, we'll, 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 we'll... I'm on 400 at the minute, and if I got to a thousand, I'd be happy. Because then that just... People take you a bit more serious, yeah. I think, don't okay. They? Well, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Twitter is very good. It's good for opening doors. It is... Uh, you are here now because of Twitter. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. For exactly. I, I, I concur and agree. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm absolutely Is there anything that we haven't asked you that you'd like us to ask you? <laughs> no, I think it's a wrap. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. She's bored of us now. No, I'm not. I'd stay with you all day, but I just know you've got to. I'm thinking... What about know, your auntie and your mum? Because will they be all right? They'll be absolutely grand. But I'm just you. thinking because I'm used to... I hope they to... like charity shops. <laughs> hey! <laughs> bum, bum, bum. No, I'm thinking about Rob, actually, because I know what it's like to edit and sometimes it can be a man yeah, he'll be so fine. the more we give him the more work he's got so i'll just exactly. leave it all in <laughs> you are listening to the dead air podcast so how's our mr man book doing uh, i've not had time to do the, the mr man book i uh, went to a uh, toy shop today oh yeah and i bought a new mr man book wow and it's a new new mr man book how have they managed that roger hargreaves passed away didn't he so you're telling me that since last week, when you had the idea that they should make a Mr. Man book... They've made the Mr. Man book number 47. 47? 47. No way. Did you buy a copy? Yes. Oh, brilliant. Which I, Mr. Man is it? I can't remember. Don't say it's Mr. Big. It's something like Mr. Invisible. Oh, okay. Mind you, it's probably like all politically correct and not as good as the old Mr. Men books. Don't know. I haven't read it yet. We'll have a look at it later. Well, if we can see it. Well, the book's visible. Yes, it... I know. I was just making a joke. Well, I expect a full review next week. Of the book. Mr. Man book? I want a book review of the Mr. Man book. Okay, I'll read it later. Cool. I could just about read the Mr. Man books. You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. You don't need four years, no claims either. Would you like to hear about my Superman windshield? Your Superman windshield? Yeah. I had a very nice gift given to me, which was a little Superman keyring. We gave you that. Yes, I know. Thanks very much. From Legoland. Yeah. So I put it on my keys. We got it just before the hotel collapsed. Yes. And I was carrying it in my pocket and it was on my keys, but it kept getting in the way. Sorry about that. 
it's fine, it's fine. I love the keyring. If I'd have known that, you know, it was going to get in your way, I wouldn't have got it. No, 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 it, it's not your problem. It's it's my problem. I'm just a bit weird about my keys. Yeah, but I caused the problem. And this cape kept feeling catching guilty. on things, and the little Lego man was getting in the way and stuff. And I thought, Don't I rub ne- it in. I need to do something different. Are you saying the gift's not perfect? The gift's amazing. So I thought, I need to do something different with this gift, because I can't have it on my keys, because it's, it's affecting my... It's a keyring! Yeah, but I'm just really weird about my keys. I like them to be really smooth and streamlined and not have anything extra on them. Right. So I had this brilliant idea, right? I thought, I'll hang it from my wing mirror. From your wing mirror? Outside your car? In the car, I'll hang it from the wing mirror. That's the rear view mirror. Oh, is that the rear view mirror? The wing mirror's on the side of your car. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could put it on the wing mirror, then it'll look like he's flying on the (laughs) outside of your car. Right. Do you know when I just said wing mirror just now? Yeah. I meant rear view mirror. Okay. I just said the wrong thing. But it'll look good on the outside. Why didn't you put it on the outside of the car? It looked like he was flying by the side of your car. Well, this is the thing that I'm, I'm telling you about the Superman windshield. Okay. Because I stuck the little guy on the uh, rear view mirror. Yeah. But the way that I did it was by trying to put him on there and breaking the windshield and then having to get a new windshield fitted, which cost me £150, and then putting him on with an elastic band. Hang on a minute. You broke your windshield to put the Superman keyring on yeah. your rear view. How See, did you do that? I had this really good idea. And right. the idea was to take the rear view mirror off okay. the little thing, put the Superman keyring on the hook, and then put the mirror back. Right. But it turns out that when you tr- try and do that on Fiat Puntos, it makes the window crack. So oh, I, the cars are available. When I tried to put the mirror back on... Probably be better windscreens by the sound. I got this crack that came across the screen. So you smashed your windscreen <laughs> just so It was you only did... a crack to start with. Right. And I thought, oh, it'll be fine. You know, I'll just leave it. And then as I was driving along, the crack was getting bigger and bigger. Like if I went over a little bump in the road, a, an extra inch of crack was going on the window. And I was thinking, this is bad. This window is going to break one day. So I was at my uncle's house. Yeah. And I said, can you just have a look at this window for me? And my uncle's proper old school, you know. Used to be in the army. Uh, he does, does all his own jobs around the house. You know, that kind of guy. Proper bloke. And he goes, oh, you'll be fine. Just get it changed before the next MOT. It won't break on you. And I said, what about this wing mirror? He said, oh, I mean rear view mirror. I'm, I don't know why I'm calling it a wing mirror. He goes, yeah, I'll have a look at it for you. So he gets the thing. I says, now don't push on it too hard. And just as I said it, he pushed it and a big crack went right down the middle of the windshield from the top right down to the bottom. Right. And at that point I said, yeah, let, let's get it replaced. So I went and got a new windshield. So where's the Superman? I then did what I should have done in the first place, which is just loop an elastic band around the rear view mirror and put the Superman keyring on with an elastic band. So you've got this keyring dangling in front of you wherever you drive to, reminding you yeah, that you just really lost. Cool. How, how much money did the windscreen cost? It was £150. £150. Mm. I was gutted. The clue's in the word keyring, really. Yeah, well, you know not next time to buy me something that's a bit safer. I'm going to buy you toilet roll. Yeah. What you, what you could do is... Uh, what did I, What was I thinking the other day you should get me as, as my next birthday present? Because I was already thinking, I want one of these. Well, that's good of you. Thanks for, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but I've forgotten what it is now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Just get me some batteries. Batteries always come in handy. Batteries are the perfect gift. Or a clock. Everyone likes a clock. There you go. There's a Nick's top tip for you. Technology news on the Dead Air podcast. 
technology news for you. Oh, at last, a technology podcast with a bit of technology news. Well, it's been a bit slow in the old technology industry in the last few months, but we got a big story this week. Microsoft have finally relented on the uh, Windows 8 start menu, and they're bringing out uh, an update for Windows 8 soon, which they're going to reintroduce the start menu, and they're going to call it Windows Blue. No, they're not. They're going to call it Windows 8.1. Oh, right. I thought it was Windows Blue. Windows Blue is the code name. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I've misread. And they might not put the start button in. Yeah, that's true. So they might not have relented so at all. So this is really it, not very good news. It's, it's a non-story. But I've done what all good journalists do, yeah. which is try and sensationalise the story to keep people interested. You've got to, you've got to lead with a headline, Rob. That's what. That's the first thing they teach you when you learn journalism. Right. You've got to start with a headline to grab people's interests, and then you tell the story in such a way that the most important facts of the story are presented in the first three or four sentences. That's how it works. Right. So the real story is Microsoft are still a bit rubbish and Windows 8 is just, you know, stick with Windows 7, really. But that's not as interesting. No. Is that, is that it then for the technology news? Yes. Is there nothing else technological going on in the world now? Also. Oh, was an also. You know, you're complaining about there being a lack of technology news. That's mm. unfair. What about the week when we talked about the new glass technology they're developing for phones? The scratch-proof. That's true. That was technology-related. Yeah, the sapphire. So don't tell me that we don't do technology news. Yeah, okay. Google Maps. What about this? What about it? This is is so new that you don't even know about it. That's how news it is. Oh, go on then. Google are launching a new version of Google Maps pretty soon. It's not out yet. It's only available to be testers. Is it testers. one where you could, on the Google Maps you could rearrange the buildings and then they rearrange in your street? No. What you do is... They haven't done that yet then because they're working on it. It's like basically uh, an electronic version of architectural plans. No, it, that doesn't work. So you basically move no, the building no, around and then it no, submits no, stuff to the council. No. And then they no, get a big crane no, and then they no. pick up a building, carry yes, it down the road. Yes, that's right. They're doing that. That's cool. what they're doing. That's the news. Anything else? BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah. Big story this week. BlackBerry are making the BlackBerry Message format available on other phones. That's the death of BlackBerry then. You're going to get it on the Nokia, on the Windows mobile platform. It's going to be made available for the Android platform. And it's going to be made available for iOS on the iPhones. So goodbye BlackBerry then. Well, there's two schools of thoughts on the subject. There's two schools? Yeah. One argument says BlackBerry are going to just fail now because there's lots of people who've got a BlackBerry phone just for BBM. That's the school I'm in. I've already got uniform and everything. Okay. The other way of thinking is that BlackBerry now is going to be a competitor to Twitter and it is going to wipe the floor with it because it's got a really well-established user base. It's really, really well entrenched. Hang on a minute. What are your four followers going to do? Oh, I don't know. They'll have to get a BBM. And also, BlackBerry Messenger gives you more features and more functionality than Twitter does. So some people are saying that this is going to be a rival for Twitter and even a rival to Facebook. Think about that. So, Have you seen anything BlackBerry does? Yeah, well, they make quite good phones, but they're old-fashioned. That's the problem with them. Quite good. Yeah, well, they're quite plasticky and cheap-looking. Also, their menus are really weird. I remember the first time I, I tried using a BlackBerry phone, it was uh, it was my brother's, and he was showing me a picture, right? And I looked at the picture. I don't remember what, I, what it was a picture of now, because this was years ago. 
But um, it was one of a series of photographs, and I wanted to look at the next one in the series, so I just pressed right, you know, and nothing happened. And to look at the next picture, you had to go back to look at all the thumbnails and then select the next one and then open it. Wow. I know. And that's that's that was my first experience with BlackBerry, and I just thought, that is bad. I'm still sticking with school one, then. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I think we've uh, I think we're best wrap this podcast up, Rob. We've packed a lot in this week. We, we had have. an interview. We've uh, had some technology news. And there was uh, some flashing images as well. Yeah, I missed that. What happened? Oh, I don't know. But someone's going to tweet us and let us know. Someone might be having a fit on the floor right now. Why would they be having a fit? Doesn't flashing images cause fits? I don't know. Is that why they put the warning there? Yes. Oh. Then why are we waiting for people to tweet us if you know the answer? Okay. On that bombshell, as Jeremy Clarkson and Alan Partridge say, I will say good evening, afternoon, morning or night, depending on what time of day you're listening to this. Rob, would you like to wish our listeners a nice friendly message and leave them on their happy way with a nice little greeting? Something nice for them to think about while they're listening to the podcast? Anything at all? No. <laughs> Live long and prosper. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com. I was talking to a policewoman the other day. Are you in trouble again? Was it your windscreen? She told me that her friend, who is a policeman, is sick of being called Laptop. He's called Laptop? All the other police officers are calling him Laptop. That's wow. his nickname. That shouldn't be allowed in the modern day. Well, the thing is, he's not very tall, you see. Well, that's even worse. So they called him Laptop because he's a small PC Right, so why are they, you know, discriminate against him then? No, 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 it, it's a joke. No, it's not a joke. No, I mean it is... Seriously, it's not a joke. No, I mean You it's... can't do things like that. No, I mean it's a joke that they call him Laptop because he's a small PC. No, it's not a joke. No, there isn't... It's not real. It's... it's I made it up. Why would you make stuff up like that? <sighs> I was trying to make you laugh. Shall I go back to the drawing board next week? There's nothing funny about that.